0: All right, hello and welcome to the 28th episode of the Killing Time podcast. My name is Arch Grieve and I'm your host. And um, we are coming to you from Dayton, Ohio, during the midst of the coronavirus pandemic. And the podcast is all about killing time. So I just kill time by calling up other people and finding out how they're killing time themselves. And today I'm excited because we've got a guest named Bridget Flaherty. Uh, She's a friend of mine who's a storyteller, and she's the founding storyteller of Lore, a Dayton business that helps individuals and groups tell their stories. I've had the privilege of working with her a number of times, and she's an excellent coach, and she's done a lot of other things in her life as well. So I'm excited to talk to her and see how she's navigating the pandemic. So let us give her a call. going
1: i'm good how are you
0: i'm good um are you uh preparing for wine with the wine do you do that
1: i actually don't i did for a while at the beginning Mm -hmm. um but i have uh ceased doing that because it just uh creates unnecessary anxiety most of the time so (laughs) yeah I watch the clips afterwards, and then I get the important things I need to know. But I, I don't, I don't watch it every
0: day. I got gotcha. you. No, I don't blame you. I, I do the de whiskey with the wine thing, so <laughs> I, I like, I like it. Um, but yeah, it's more so an excuse to start drinking it too. So <laughs> I, uh, I like it. Um, so before we get into what you do, I know that you've been busy during the pandemic. How is your garden coming along?
1: Great. Actually, I just messaged my sister this morning a picture of one of the onion plants. I was a little Ooh. worried about it because it was falling over and she told me that's normal when onions are grown inside and that once it can be transferred outside, it'll be all happy again. So, okay. um, yeah, I have, a, uh, don't know, a couple dozen plants that I've, I have started and are taking care of every day. It's uh, been, it's been fun every day. They're a little bit different. Yeah.
0: That's really cool. I'm, we're gonna start a garden, but I is it is it okay time now to start like a vegetable garden?
1: So not outside. You oh, okay. normally the the um, generally around Mother's Day is when you want to plant outside. Gotcha. So I have started a number of plants indoors: tomatoes, peppers, marigolds. You want to start them ahead of time inside. So I have those inside.
0: Okay. All right. Well, that helps them, because I was confused. I've heard some people say it's not too early, and I've heard otherwise, so thank you. Um, what What else have you been up to?
1: Well, I, um, you know, for Easter, we had ham, hmm. and so afterwards, you know, there's always the fat that you throw away, or the bone that you throw away. I did yeah. not do that. I okay. rendered lard from pig fat, Ooh. and... I cooked the bone and made like twelve cups of ham bo- ham broth, and then nice. I made a whole bunch of soup. I've been making muffins and cookies.
0: Oh yeah, um, I've been doing I've a lot did... of that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> way too much.
1: I uh, have woven some baskets. Um. Huh.
0: You were telling me you did that, like, out of what was it?
1: Out uh, magazines. <laughs> so I wove an Easter basket for my son out of magazines. Uh-huh. So the way that you do that is you have to make the reeds, essentially the reeds, out of magazines. And you can do that either by folding them many, many times to, into little strips. Mm-hmm. What I did is I uh, got a pencil, and I would wrap the page of the magazine around the pencil and then tape it, and then pull the pencil out, Mm -hmm. and then smush it flat. Oh. And then you can do that with another one, and you stick one inside the other one until it creates this very long strip, basically. And then it's thicker because it's many layers of magazine, and then you weave it.
0: Wow. I would not have the patience for that. (laughs) That's cool, though. Well,
1: we have plenty of time.
0: Yeah, I know, but... If the project doesn't like, isn't over like in a few hours, I get frustrated. So, I don't so actually, know. it only
1: took me a few hours.
0: Okay, well, that's good.
1: So right. yeah,
0: maybe I would be able to do it. Um, well, so I I introduced you as the founding storyteller of Lore, and you would obviously be able to explain what Lore is much better than I can. Um, so, how would you describe your your business?
1: So I help people share their personal stories and I help businesses to incorporate personal story into their marketing campaigns, into their culture, uh, as part of team building. So I host workshops for businesses where they can either have clients come in, and gather client testimonials, You can work with leaders to get better at incorporating personal story into presentations um, and for team building. So people to get it, sit around a table and and share a story. I also help to incorporate story into organizational change. So anytime you do a large project, there's usually fear Mm -hmm. around that. And so if you share a story that's kind of like the current state story that shows the pain points and share an imagine if story that illustrates how this project is going to benefit in the future and that imaginative story it can help to alleviate fears and gain buy-in for the implementation of whatever that project is and then for individuals i host storytelling workshops where people can learn how to share a story i also do one-on-one coaching so if someone has a public speaking engagement coming up or they want to um incorporate story into their online presence. Um, I, I work one-on-one to help people craft that story.
0: Well, in those, um, the coaching that you were talking about, I wonder if you could talk a little bit about those, um, the distilling calls that you've been doing because. Yeah. So
1: that's something that just, I just started during the quarantine. So it's something I've done in my personal life for a long time. Um, so, so basically, part of being a story coach is that most people come with an idea for a story or a very long story. And distilling it is asking the right questions to get to the core of the theme and then giving advice on where to focus. Mm-hmm. In my previous life, I did um, IT implementation, so technology. I did business process improvement. And project management and my role there a lot of times is very similar it's a business process analyst I would ask questions um, in order to get to the core issue or to the actions that were needed to improve the process and so I've started doing that um, and again I've done that on a personal level in my life for for a very long time. Mm -hmm. But I started offering that here in the quarantine where you can set up a call with me, and if you've got a big idea or a big problem, we talk through it, and the end of the call will end with actions that you can take to step towards whatever that is. And I have really, really enjoyed it. It has been exciting to see people taking steps towards these big dreams or to you know, switch gears. I think a lot of people in the quiet of the last couple of weeks have had some realizations about what they want to do or, or changes they want to make in their lives, whether personal professional, but, but don't always know where to start. And so being able to just, you know, talk through that and then provide some nudges or some suggestions or even like creating a step-by-step plan with someone it's exciting it's, it's really been an enjoyable thing for me
0: well i personally i can attest to it i i loved it and we you know we talked about the podcast actually and it was just really you gave me some great ideas about um like one of them was creating a video um just to kind of give a short excerpt you know about what it's about and and everything and just how to tell the story better so i really appreciate that so thank you
1: um Thank you. I'm glad it helped.
0: Yeah. Well, and so um, part of what I usually talk about is how, you know, people's jobs have been impacted by this. And I'm wondering, you know, what are you having to do differently as a result of uh, the pandemic?
1: Yeah. So I actually have, I had four. So in April, no, we're in April. In Yes. In March and April, I had four uh, business workshops scheduled that were ca- were either canceled or postponed mm-hmm. and I also had a four-week course in March plus the event at the end of March that were also canceled um, and so at this point the only part of my business that is active is that one-on-one coaching gotcha. so that has significantly like restricted my income since sure. those workshops and um, the events are the main source of income. Um. So so, as a as a sole proprietor, small business owner, it's always wise to have some money in reserve. Right. So I did have that. So for the time being, you know I'm. I'm you know, limiting what I spend money on, but I'm okay. Right. Uh, That's good. But it is, to be honest, it's a little bit, it's a little bit scary. Yeah. I personally have taken that time that, 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 uh, you know, fear allowed myself to sit in it for a little bit and then I'm say, okay, what can I do about it? What can I control? What can I control? Um, And the things that I can control are, I've done, I cleaned up files, I edited videos, I, um, yeah. I you know offered my t-shirts online. I actually wrote a whole new workbook specifically for businesses and sent that over to my graphic designer. So, um, you know, my business has definitely been impacted, and I'm trying to make the best of the time.
0: Right. Well, that's all we can do. So, right. Yeah, that's. It uh, that sounds like taking some smart steps. So. Um. You, you do another thing, too, um, which is Empower Her, and I'm wondering, could you talk a bit about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, Her Talks was previously known as Empower Her. Um, we have focused, we rebranded at the beginning of this year. I'm sorry. To Her you. Talks. Yes. No, that's okay. I forgot about so, that. So uh, we focused at this, um, basically, the it's a opportunity for women to, talk about things and connect with one another um over a variety of different topics so in the past hmm. we would have panel conversations focused on specific topics and our goal was in March to relaunch with our new business partner Toya Webb so it's uh, myself Jessica Ray and Toya Webb, the three of us, we were going to launch with an event that featured the three of us in conversation with engagement with the audience and then moving forward again with these her talks, conversations based on what the community um, asked for. So we had opened a Mm -hmm. forum and a dialogue for women to be able to say, these are the types of things we'd like to hear about, talk about. That is on hold um, because the entire project is based on women getting together Mm -hmm. um and that is not was not intended for any of us uh, as a business it's a passion project and so um it's on hold at the moment
0: gotcha well i um I look forward to when it can come back, you know, and, and everything yeah. for you. <laughs> so
1: We we um, actually explored the possibility of uh, when we first when it was social distancing to ten people or less mm-hmm. we thought about the three of us getting together and, and filming it. So we had looked at getting the equipment to do that. Yeah. So it's gonna be um Toya, Jessica and I were gonna share that. But then then we, the three of us, can't get together now either since we're on the stay-at-home order. Right. So we didn't get the equipment and the event set up in time before the stay-at-home order. So we're really just at this point um, putting it on hold until until it makes sense.
0: Right. No, that I think that's smart. So, um, Well, if people want to learn more about, um, you know, LORE or your services, where, where should they go?
1: Yeah, thank you for that. So oh, you absolutely. can... Yeah. So, uh, the website is laurastorytelling.com, storytelling.com and lore is spelled l o r e storytelling.com. Thank you. Um her talks also has a website. It is real-hertalks.com, Okay. Um so you can check out there and as we you know come back we'll post on there as well as on for storytelling, you can set up a session with me directly from the website. You can see where our future events, our next workshop is scheduled for June okay. um, at this point if we're allowed to have something in June. So we'll see. Right. It's out there for now.
0: Cool. Yeah, I um, I thought about asking you if, I, um, if you wanted to critique a story that I had from uh, this morning or not, um, you know, but... I don't know if there's time for that. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: this, so the story that you, is this something that you wrote this morning?
0: Oh, it's something that happened this morning.
1: Oh, okay.
0: It's it's kind of an interesting story, um, I think, but I don't know. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure if it has a, a good ending, you know, like a punchline or anything. Not a punchline, but... It was just an interesting story that happened. Well, so I'll tell it real quick. If okay. okay. All right. Just the the broad strokes are I have these friends and uh, they wanted to cut down uh, some limbs around the uh, electrical um, uh, wire that goes to their house, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so I went over there because I have a tree trimmer and I helped them out Um, but ironically, I cut down this one limb that happened to fall right onto the power line and pull the, um, uh, cable out of the wall, um, which was exactly what they were trying to avoid. So, you know, the irony there, I feel like there's, there's a little bit of irony and, um, um, it maybe could turn into a good story somehow, but I don't know where to go with it. So.
1: So what did you learn? What was the lesson that you learned?
0: I probably shouldn't do that again <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay why shouldn't you do it again
0: uh, because I don't think I have the expertise
1: okay so the theme of that story again would be to balance your passion for helping others with with whether or not your enthusiasm would cause more harm than good
0: okay yeah I right can, yeah
1: that seems like that would be the theme okay so if you were to craft this into like say a three-minute story
0: mm-hmm.
1: you would start with with really talking about the relationship with these friends Okay. and give us a picture of who they are and and how you feel about them
0: right.
1: and then talk about how you felt when you had the tools to solve their problem. Okay. So you probably felt a little bit like a hero, like there's mm-hmm. this problem, I have the tools, and then give us a picture of the excitement that you felt in going there to solve their problem.
0: Right.
1: Then run us through the what happened, probably in some sort of funny way. hmm And the and then the aftermath of these friends that you cared about and the irony of you may have had the tools, but you didn't have the know-how. Right. Okay. And then leave it with that. And then the lesson of the story is to temper your enthusiasm with a little bit of know-how.
0: I like that. That's, there this you is go. Why, this is why you get paid the big bucks. Here, right there, here. <laughs> this is. Thank you so much.
1: You're welcome. I when it's when you when you've crafted it, I'd love I'd love to hear it.
0: Okay, all right, I'll work on that. Um, well, thank you for the the uh, free session. I appreciate it. <laughs>
1: um, Absolutely. Here's a here's a real quick for anyone yeah. listening to your podcast. And want to craft a story? Mm-hmm. So, a couple of things to focus on is to focus on emotion. Okay. Make sure that you craft the characters. So, if there aren't any characters, it isn't a story. So in this situation, your friends and you are the characters and you want to take time so that we feel like we know them. Right. And then how we, either you or the, the friends felt, is also important. That's where we connect. Right. And then the other thing is you want some sort of incident that changes a character. It either changes you or it changes them. You learned a lesson they had to hire someone, <laughs> whatever it looks think, like. Yeah, right? they're over there
0: right now. I'm pretty sure. I, I'm still texting with them to like find out how it's turning out. So yeah.
1: See, see, that would be so. That would be the end of the story. But there's a, there's a, um, there's a before. There's something that happened, and then there's an after, and the after is different than the before. Either mm-hmm. the circumstances are different, the environment is different, you are different. So emotion characters something happened there's some basics to a good story
0: cool that's awesome thank you you're welcome (laughs) also um speaking of stories are you um are you reading or watching or listening to anything these days good
1: so actually i just finished um a book called Stories That Stick by Kendra Hall, and she is a story coach. So um, I'm a firm believer that uh, as a coach, you always want a coach of your own. I had been working with a coach at the Moth uh, a couple months back. And so now I, um, you know, so I read this book by Kendra Hall, and I, I learned some tools and techniques. I really, it was it was audio, it was um, audible, and it was her talking, which I always enjoy when the author is reading their own oh, yeah. their own work, so that was pretty cool. So I just finished that up. I actually um, used some of her suggestions in, in writing that business workbook.
0: Oh, nice, cool.
1: Um, I also got on this kick about the pyramids and I learned a whole lot about the history <laughs> of the pyramids. I'm not oh. sure why. I just found it somewhere. Like, so I've been reading and watching like Nat Geo art, uh, you know, videos about the pyramids. So
0: Fascinating. Just specifically like um, African or um, all around the, the world?
1: So uh, I started with the ones in Egypt and um, and then explore to some, some of the other ones. And it's, it's interesting. Like they're all over the world, but they all have similar structures. It's just fascinating. I haven't gotten yeah. that d- deep into it. I just find it an interesting, and then you get into the theories. Like everybody has different theories and there's so many of them and some of them are so bizarre. Mm-hmm. I, I just find it interesting, right? It's... Oh,
0: yeah. I want to, um, I've I've been to Bosnia Herzegovina a couple times and they have a, a pyramid there and I don't Clearly. know I don't know the story behind it yeah.
1: Now I'm gonna have to look that up.
0: Yeah, please do because I would if you figure it out. I've been too lazy to <laughs> research it. <so laughs> tell me, I'd love to know. Okay. Um, well, uh, what about TV? Any any good TV?
1: Well, so I'm not normally a TV person. Okay. However. Everybody was posting about this Tiger King thing.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: So I watched it. Yep. And then, Arch, Yeah. I have to admit, I literally spent two hours trying to figure out if Jeff Lowe and David Mur- Murdoch are the same person.
0: Oh. Wait, so I haven't heard this theory.
1: <laughs> okay, so the theory is that... Uh, Carol's first husband, not David, Michael Murdoch, mm-hmm. Carol's first husband and Jeff Lowe are actually the same person. Oh, wow. So I researched it. Like
0: I found, my mind. Okay. Yeah. I
1: found the divorce papers from Michael Murdoch and Carol, her name was not Baskin at the time, but Carol Murdoch <laughs> uh-huh. and Michael got custody of their child like there's this I mean I I mean I I went to Florida's public records yeah. to find this stuff. Wow. So David or I'm sorry, Michael Murdoch, the last record I could find from from him was in 2001 when he paid off a mortgage for a home. And there's <laughs> no record of him after that. Okay. But Jeff Lowe, I can't find any record of him prior to 2002 no way yeah and I found so Carol's daughter's name is Veronica and I found Veronica's wedding and there are no pictures of her with her mom or her with her dad at her wedding anywhere (laughs) okay because she would know right she would know if Jeff Lowe was her dad right Okay, so, th- yeah, this is what happens when I have too much time. So yeah. after about two hours of this and not figuring it out, I had to stop because
0: mm-hmm. I could spend a lot more time. <laughs> yeah, <It> sounds like <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that's the only thing I've watched, and I got obsessive about it, so I don't think I'm going to watch anything else for a while. Uh, that's,
0: that's maybe a good idea. Wow. I. Uh, <laughs> this is funny because I've got um, – everybody's talking about Tiger King on the podcast because everybody's watching it. And um, I, but then there was another guest I had. It was a friend of mine named Jay and he started talking about this other conspiracy theory about Tom Hanks. And I was like, is this a conspiracy show now? And so now I don't know. I gotta, I gotta be careful. Uh, I don't want to, this, this isn't your your, create. Did you create this, this theory?
1: No, I saw someone post about it and then I just researched it.
0: Okay. <laughs> <That's awesome>. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like I you're did... doing some great research, though.
1: So. <laughs> well, I have not posted. I mean, you know, this is the first I've spoken about it yeah. actually to anyone. So,
0: awesome.
1: um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be posting anything. I'm not gonna. I'm done with the research. I think in order for more research to be done, I need like a an, a, an account with like LexisNexis or something, <laughs> okay. where I can get legal records, and I'll have that.
0: So. Wow. Man. All right. Well, you heard it here first folks. So that's awesome. Um, well, yeah, maybe don't watch too much more TV. I don't know. No more,
1: no more TV. I'm going to stick to books and,
0: yeah. uh, Facebook maybe. Yeah. Well, um, do you have any advice for people on how to make it through, uh, the pandemic?
1: I have heard and read a lot of fear. There are a lot of people are afraid of what is going to happen. And my advice to that is to not spend too much time in that place. And I, and I understand that just saying that doesn't make the fear go away. Allow the fear to be there and then focus on what you have control over Mm -hmm. and let the rest of it go. Because It will just, it can be, it can consume. And and I think a lot of people have been immobilized by this idea of what might happen. But the truth is, whether or not it's going to happen is irrelevant to where you are right now. And so, you know, just look out the window and watch the, the snow yesterday or the rain today or the flowers that are blooming. You know, just enjoy what. What you do have, which most of us, most of us have enough food to eat, we have water running out of our faucets, we have a roof over our house. Many, many of us have loved ones, whether they're in our house or whether they are on video. And those are fantastic things to be grateful for. That a lot of the world, like, there are people that don't have those things. Right. And so, and so, I just would encourage people to to let go of fear and just sit in whatever you have today and enjoy it.
0: Absolutely. You,
1: you know, before all this happened, many people would say things like, if I didn't have a job, I would. Mm-hmm. If I didn't have a job, I would, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe think oh, yeah. about whatever you said when that happened and maybe do that. Right. If you can, right? Or at yeah. least set up the groundwork to do that. Absolutely. So Absolutely. There you go.
0: That's my advice. I think that's great advice. I, I think that's why I started this podcast, actually. So <laughs> so thank you. So you're doing it. Yeah, I'm trying. So, yeah. Well, um, thanks so much for, you know, just giving me the time uh, and uh, talking with me. I really appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for setting this up and giving us a platform.
0: Yeah, t- totally. Um, take care.
1: You too.
0: All right, thanks. Bye. Bye. All right, that was my interview with uh, Bridget Flaherty, and um, she's uh, actually also helped me out with a, um, a project where I brought over 18 students from Bosnia-Herzegovina. Uh, these are high school students, and this was an exchange sponsored by the U.S. Department of State, and um, we were working on having them develop these projects while they were here that they were going to take back home, and so they're actually... Working out those projects right now, um, although the the virus has uh, put a halt to some of it. But uh, they're still working on the projects, and um, it was really awesome working with them. And one of the things that I did was brought Bridget in to work on having them tell uh, their own stories about the projects and what they were trying to do and how they were trying to do it. And she was an amazing coach for that, also. So. Um, I definitely would recommend you check out, uh, her website, um, and I'll put a link to that in the show notes and everything too. And, um, I really appreciate everybody, uh, who is listening. Um, if you are at all able, I would really appreciate it if you could just give me a, a review on, uh, whatever service you're listening on. Uh, I know that we're on iTunes, Spotify, Spotify, and, uh, Stitcher, so... Thank you again, and um, until next time, take care, everybody.